Welcome to the Land of Etheria. Season 1, The Shattering. Episode 17, The Forgetful Fairies. Once upon a time, in the land of Etheria, there was a Princess Nea and a Princess Lulu, and they went on the most amazing adventures. They just arrived in the fairy village of Hummingwood, looking for one of the lost crystals, only to discover that something unbelievable had happened to all the fairies in the village. As they walked through the village, they were a bit astonished. For one thing, all of the fairies were visible. None of the fairies were using their magic to hide themselves from anyone. And quite honestly, the whole village was in total disarray. Fairies were bumping into each other in the sky. Fairies were arguing with each other. There was a lot of clumsiness followed by anger all around them. What's going on? Flix said, pulling aside one of the fairies. What do you mean? The fairy asked, looking confused. Why aren't we keeping Hummingwood hidden? Hidden? Why would we do that? Are you crazy? Flick said. We could be captured. What do you mean, captured? Captured, you know. And then Flix himself had to stop and think for a minute. Captured, it's, it's, a, it's a not good thing for us magic fairies. Magic? We have magic? The fairy asked. Looking confused, to that, Flix turned around, eyes open and arms flailing. I don't know what's going on. It's like everyone has forgotten everything. I think we need to see the queen, Princess Nea said. But honestly, she wasn't exactly sure why anymore. She just remembered that there was something about this queen they needed to do. So they made their way through the village, up to the palace, but only after a few detours from Flix, who was still trying to remember how to get there, even though he knew Hummingwood like the back of his hand. Now, since Nea and Lulu were so much larger than fairies, they couldn't quite fit inside the palace. Flix flew inside the palace, and a couple of minutes later flew out with a very dazed and confused Queen Ignea. Queen Ignea of this village, Nea said. We are... Princess Nea and Princess Lulu of Sparland. Why, hello. We're here looking for uh, something important, Nea shrugged. A crystal, I think, Lulu finished. Yeah, a crystal that dropped from the Sky Kingdom, Nea finished. No, no, it didn't drop from the Sky Kingdom. It dropped from the sky, Lulu corrected her. While Nea's memory was lapsing, Lulu was still able to remember things. Why would a crystal fall from the sky? Ignea asked. I don't know. They just do, Nea answered. The fairy queen just started laughing, quite softly at first, then more loudly, until she couldn't contain herself anymore. You two are so very, very funny. I mean, whoever you are. I don't know what kind of rocks fall from the sky wherever you're from, but here in, in this place, rocks don't fall from the sky. Rocks are falling from the sky? Flix asked, 
No, no, no. Crystals are falling from the sky, Lulu said. Shiny, beautiful crystals, like this one. And Lulu opened up her pocket and pulled out the green Turanian crystal they found on the edge of Lake Celestrium in the sky. Oh, said Queen Ignea, that is beautiful. And for a moment, upon seeing the crystal, a flicker of her memory came back. We had one, she said. I I had one, one of those. It was beautiful, and it was mine. Where is it now? asked Lulu. She shook her head, then asked, Where is what? The crystal, Lulu said, completely frustrated now. Why are you so flustered? Naya asked. This went on for another few minutes, until Lulu realized that everyone was confused, and everyone was forgetting everything. It was like the whole village had forgotten how to fly straight, what a crystal was, what the sky was, and even where they were. Sensing that things might only get worse for them inside the village, Lulu finally talked Naya and Flix into leaving the village. Because there was really no place for humans to hang out and rest in Fairy Village, they walked to a nearby grove and had something to eat. We could sure use some help from Tuck right now, said Lulu. Who? asked Naya. At that point, Lulu realized that until everyone got their memory back, they would not be able to continue their adventure. It didn't even make sense to talk. As luck would have it, someone else was on their own adventure in the Boxley Wild. After helping Princess Ellery and the three dwarves return to Morinvale and heal the plants, Darius and his bear Rose were sent by Tuck to the edge of Boxley Wild to help find some special wood. You can imagine his surprise when he came upon Nea, Lulu, and Flix. Why, hello, princesses, greeted Darius. Hello? they asked, not recognizing him. It's me, Darius and Rose, he said. Rose walked up to the princesses, sniffing them. They smelt funny, she thought, not normal at all. Darius realized something was wrong with their hearts. Something was odd and off. Just like the plants were not growing and the water was getting dirty, people's hearts were changing too. They were forgetting and getting angry. Having healed the sick birds and then seeing what happened at Morinvale with the brown crystal, Darius pulled out his white crystal, which was glowing brighter and brighter. He held it out and it released a small twinkling light that shot out over the group and showered them with sparkles. And they started to remember again. All their thoughts and experiences started to come back. Darius, they called out and ran over and gave him a huge hug. Are you guys okay? What in Etheria happened? They told Darius and Rose about their adventure in Skyrabia with Princess Arya and how they had met up with Paul and Ola and that his dad, the Shadow Man, even showed up riding the dragon Scorch to help them and get them up to the cloud ruins. One day, Rose, you and me are going to find a way to get up to the sky, Darius said. Ahem, interrupted Flix. 
who had been waiting patiently and invisibly. Oh, where are our manners? This, of course, is Flicks of Scattered Woods. We met him in the clouds. Flicks, meet Darius. Darius, meet Flicks the fairy. Darius waved his hand while Rose, sniffing the fairy, growled. Flicks didn't much like that the boy had no legs, or that the bear was growling at him. However, he was intrigued that the boy rode a bear, something a fairy, or any other being for that matter, didn't come across every day. As much as I appreciate your help with my memory, Darius, I'm not very fond of large animals growling at me, Flix said. Don't mind Rose. She's nice once she warms up to you. I also see that you are another keeper. You princesses really are good at tracking these crystals down. They sure are, Darius said. They even made friends with a few dwarfs who are able to use one of the Terranian crystals to heal the plants. Oh yes, Lulu remembered. Did Ellery's land get healed? Yes, it was truly amazing. When we got back to Morinville with the brown crystal, Joe the botanist was there too. And when the dwarves tried to use the crystal, it started to grow brighter and brighter. But they had never used it before. And guess what? Joe ended up showing the dwarves how to concentrate on the plants and give them a little lesson. It was actually kind of funny at first. They started arguing over which one could do it best. Then they started blaming each other and telling everyone it was someone else's fault. Eventually, they figured it out. All three of them had to hold on to the stone and walk all around all the plants together before they started to grow and heal again. The girls laughed at the thought of all three dwarves having to shuffle together around Morinville, healing the plants. Even Rose, the bear, laughed a little. So what brought you here, all the way out here? Darius asked. Flix decided to jump in. There's a crystal here somewhere. We thought Queen Ignia had it, but she can't remember a thing, and neither can any of the fairies in Hummingwood. Maybe you could help us bring everybody's memory back. I think I might have to anyways. I was sent here by Tuck to find some magic orgrown wood. I was supposed to meet up with a fairy named Fiamma from Hummingwood. So the adventurers continued together and headed back into Hummingwood. As Darius entered the village, he concentrated on his crystal, and, just like before, it started to glow and send out a bright twinkling light that showered the entire village with sparkles. When they got back to the palace... Queen Ignia had a much better time remembering things. On the one hand, she remembered what a crystal was. But on the other hand, it turns out it had been stolen, and she was not very happy about it. Oh yes, I did have a magic crystal, she said. But it's gone now. It's been stolen by some dirty, rotten thief. And if I ever get my hands on them, if you find whoever it is, you must bring it back to me. Princess Naya and Lulu looked at each other very carefully. They certainly didn't know everything about these crystals, but they had a very bad feeling about returning a power crystal to someone as angry as Queen Ignia. She just didn't seem like she was going to do the right thing with it. We have something else, Your Majesty, Flix jumped in. We must find Fiamma. Have you seen her here in the village lately? Darius, here 
has been sent from across Etheria and needs her assistance. Yes, your majesty. I was told she could help, Darius agreed. Oh, Fiamma, such a wild one she is, Queen Ignea said. But that would make sense. She's often over in the western wood exploring and building things. You'll find her there, and she would know where any wood you need is. Thank you, your majesty, said Darius. As the party left the village and headed west, they had no idea what they were getting themselves into next, or who they would end up running into. The End The Land of Etheria is produced by a father-daughter team and made possible in part to its supporting fans. It's contributions from fans like you that keep the adventure going. If you enjoy The Land of Etheria and would like to see more episodes, please visit us at www.thelandofetheria.com and consider supporting the podcast. Thank you and have a great night.